Hi, I'm Erin Worley, and you're listening to the Daily Rhythms podcast on Anchor FM. Well, greetings, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Daily Rhythms podcast. I am your host, Vic Hunter, or you can call me the Vicster. Uh, thanks for tuning in today, and I have a very special guest uh, with me on the program today. Uh, but before I uh, bring her on, um, I, I do want to uh, set up this episode by by saying this. Um, I have always strived to make this show uh, not only theologically um, sound, I guess is the word, uh, with sound biblical teaching from the scriptures, but I've also wanted to make this very practical. And so uh, today's episode is no different. Um, I have on the program with me today, Ryan Graff. Ryan, welcome to Daily Rhythms. Hi, Victor. I am so happy to be here. Excellent, excellent. Um, So let me introduce our our guest. Ryan was born and raised in Texas. I don't fault her from that. You know, not everybody can be from Tennessee. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I forgive her for that. She is a wife and a mom of two girls, ages four years old and one year old. Uh, She was formerly a third grade teacher, but is currently a stay-at-home mom. Uh, Ryan was rescued by the Lord when she was in middle school and has experienced gradual sanctification and refinement uh, since that day. Uh, In response to Christ's love for her, uh, she enjoys serving her church, the Austin Stone, uh, as well as teens in foster care for an organization called Teen Reach. And so uh, that's my very special guest. Welcome again, Ryan. And you and I met, um, speaking of serving your church, you and I met when you and your husband uh, were leading the hospitality team uh, at the Austin Stone. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Back uh, in the day. Yeah. Oh, those were fun days. Those were fun days. <laughs> I, I know that, that you only like committed to a year, but I was like, oh, I wish they would just commit to more. <laughs> <laughs> we enjoyed it. It was a good year. The, the thing I loved about Ryan and her husband, Logan, were you guys always – made sure I needed, you know, I had what I needed to serve. I mean, mm. whether that was coffee or, <laughs> <laughs> or just being in the right spot or whatever. And so I appreciated that. Thanks, Victor. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, today we're going to be talking about um, just as an at-home mom, uh, engaging with the Lord and, and some of the struggles involved with that. And so every at-home mom just leaned in at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start here, Ryan. Um, what is a typical day for you? What does a typical, a typical day look like for you as an at-home mom? I mean, I know each day is going to be different. Sure. Uh, but typically, what does that look like? Sure. Um, so typically, so our second child, our um, one-year-old, is actually a more predictable sleeper, which has been a treat um, because it does make my day more predictable and more typical. Um, and so um, so she 
will typically, you know, wake up, or I guess the girls typically wake up around 7 a.m. Um, and so that's kind of when my day starts with them. Um, my husband actually started his own tax practice, and so he is working out of the home, um, which, you know, has some wonderful benefits, um, but also presents some challenges yeah. Um, along with that. But um, anyway, so we do have some help during the day from him. Um, we, you know, get up, we, I feed my children. Um, we try to have weekday commitments that, you know, get us out of the house, whether that's play dates, um, gymnastics, you know, something in the morning, mostly for my toddler. Um, and then we do nap in the afternoon. Um, and then after nap, it's kind of trying to keep them happy, get dinner on the table and then have some time as a family when my husband's done working. Um, and then they're usually in bed around seven, seven thirty. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, seven, seven thirty. Wow. When, when I was raising young ones, I, I, I would kill for that that time (laughs) we yes we do hold that hold that time um tightly and um it helps helps us my husband and i to to get some time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i I remember um you know i i i tried working from home you talked about working from home i tried doing that for like two or three months and i was just like no i can't do this you know my my brain just needs structure and routine and you know and you don't always get that at home. So. Yes, I understand. I'm sure that Logan would agree with you on certain days. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. So um, we, we're talking about, what, what would you say some of the main struggles are with regard to trying, trying to develop disciplines mm-hmm. um, with, with, you know, raising kids? I mean, what are some of the main struggles with that? Sure. So there definitely are some struggles. I think um, in just like knowing that we're going to talk about this and reflecting on it for my, for myself, I would say that primarily it has to do with busyness is one big one. So just, you know, the feeling that there's always something that needs to be done, um, that Mm -hmm. you always need to be productive. Um, The feeling of, you know, my, my only time to be productive is while the girls are asleep. So whether that's nap time or at night. So, you know, feeling like as soon as they're asleep, okay, that's my time. I need to do all the things I, I didn't do when they were awake. So laundry dishes, you know, you name it. Um, and then, and with busyness, you know, feeling just overwhelmed. And really that's when I'm trying to do everything out of my own strength. Um, and then the other big challenge for me is around discontentment, which ironically, I struggle most with that um, when things are going okay, you know, which, which Mm. honestly makes me think back to Adam and Eve, you know, it was when they had everything they needed from the Lord that they still thought they needed to find contentment elsewhere, that they still thought they needed to eat from the tree that the Lord had told them not to. Um, so that's really when I struggle with discontentment is, is when things are going okay. And, um, for me, what that looks like would be, 
you know, feeling like I need to fill my time with things that I think would make me happy. But Mm. in all reality, they're really just distractions and they're kind of fueling that discontentment. So, you know, maybe that's my shopping on Amazon. Maybe that's Mm -hmm. checking Mm -hmm. out, you know, watching TV or just being unengaged. You know, even when I am with my girls, just not not being present, um, but having my thoughts go elsewhere. Uh, So I'd say those are, you know, those are kind of where my challenges with the spiritual disciplines um, kind of stem from in my day to day with being home with, with the girls. Mm. I was just reading the story of Susanna Wesley, uh, Mm -hmm. the mother of John and Charles Wesley. And she had 19 children. And uh, she, she said that she, Oh, it's reported that she said that she spent two hours a day praying with praying to the Lord. Wow. Now I'm thinking, you know, if if I was an at home mom, I would be I'd be like, that's kind of intimidating. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. Like, who can live up to that? Um, do Do you feel like that? I mean, <laughs> I don't want to put words in your mouth, but yeah, no. Would for that sure. be intimidating? Yeah, yeah that that is. Um... Yeah, it, especially for a mom that is new to this season, that would be extremely intimidating because some days it's yeah. like, I'm just trying to keep my people alive and fed. And so to, to put that in your mind as like an expectation or something you need to measure up as, yeah, for sure, that would be intimidating. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think four, no, nine of those died in the infancy. But mm. the Phillies are with 10 children. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm like, how does she find the time to do that? But I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I would love to ask her. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I, one of the struggles, I heard a, a young mom talking about this one day, is feeling like if you don't have your quiet time with the Lord, then he's disappointed in you. Mm. Right. Or if you just read one verse as opposed to two chapters, he's disappointed in you. Do you feel mm-hmm. some of that? Yes. And and honestly, Victor, something this is real recent. Um, my uh, community group, we're reading through um, A.W. Uh, Tozer's book, The Knowledge of the Holy. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's, you know, talking about the attributes of God. And one of them that we read recently was about how God is self-sufficient. Um, and so, you know, what Tozer says is that, that God has a voluntary relation to everything he has made, but he has no necessary relation to anything outside of himself. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was so freeing to reflect on that, to know that whether or not I am, you know, spending my time in the word, whether or not I am praying to him, whether or not am I, I am worshiping him every day that he doesn't need that from me, but mm. he desires that, you know, he, he wants us to connect with him, but he doesn't need that. He's self-sufficient. He doesn't need us at all. Mm. Wow. Um, and so that was really freeing to me because it was, you know, it just kind of refocused my mindset to be lifted from that weight 
you know, of, oh, I, I need to be spending this time in the word. I need to be, if I'm not praying to God, he's disappointed in me. Um, but knowing that, no, he, he wants that, of course. But if I'm not doing that, he's not holding this grudge against me. Mm. Um, so mm-hmm. anyway, that was just something I, my heart needed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so there is that tension, I guess, as an at-home mom with, you know, recognizing your responsibility to disciple these young children, mm-hmm. but at the same time, recognizing that you yourself need that, um, what am I trying to say? You yourself need that, that you know, that time with the Lord. So there's that, that tension there. Um, mm-hmm. Do you feel that? I do. I do. And, um, and I think it's easy, easy for our kids, you know, no matter how young they are to pick up on that. Um, when we are, when we're trying to disciple them, but then our own actions show that we're not prioritizing time in the word. We're not prioritizing prayer. We're not seeking forgiveness. Um, you know, we're not seeking help from the spirit to be slow to anger, quick to forgive. Um, I think our kids Mm -hmm. see that. And I think that that makes, you know, discipling them that much harder. Um, because we're not, you know, we're not connecting. We're not being filled if we're not, seeking time with the word and we're not seeking the Lord through prayer. Mm-hmm. What, what are some of your favorite scriptures when it comes to discipling your children? I mean, do you have some that, that come to mind? Sure. Um, I think definitely. Well, I'm going to, I guess I'm going to pull from something else I've been learning recently. Okay. Um, so again, with our community group, this is obviously where I'm being filled. Um, we read Francis Chan and Lisa Chan's book. Uh, it's actually a marriage book. It's called you and me forever, but they talk about parenting in light of the gospel. And, uh, so in, in Psalm 127 verses three through five, um, and so Francis has, has this in his book where it talks about, um, I'll just, I'll go ahead and read it. It says, behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. And so um, kind of, you know, this is, was impactful to me because it's, it's talking about how our children should be raised up as arrows and so, so, you know, one thing he kind of focus on, focuses on is that, uh, honestly, today, we oftentimes don't sharpen our children. We're not discipling them. We're not teaching them to be independent. And so we end up just walking around with, I think he says, a quiver full of blunt sticks, where they're more of a burden to us and they're not useful Um, and so I think that's really important and something that I've been mindful of when I'm, 
seeking to disciple and to just honestly train and, and teach um, our girls to be functioning humans and to not be dependent on us so that they can be dependent on the Lord um, and so that they're not burdens to us. Um, and they're not, I mean, that kind of goes into like the busyness where if I'm not training them, then they are so dependent that I don't have time to focus on what's important. I don't have time to focus on mm-hmm. my own spiritual growth or growing them. And then I guess another one um, would just be um, Proverbs. Is it, I think it's three, three through five. I could be wrong on that, but the trust in the Lord. If it's not the right one, somebody's going to write in. So yeah. yeah. Email. email Victor seven. <laughs> no, um, so, but trust in your Lord and lean not on your own understanding, acknowledge him mm-hmm. in all your ways and he will direct your paths. And so just thinking about that and, you know, trusting him that even when I am discipling my girls, that they are going to kick back against that. You know, they are, they're born with the same sinful heart and nature that I am. And so just to trust in God and in his working in their lives, as long as I'm, you know, trusting in him, not leaning on myself, um, that he's going to lay out our paths for us. Mm, mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Uh, I want to end the show with, with a couple of things. Um, first, I, I want to give my, my pet peeve. <laughs> here you sure. go. This is, this is like Daily Rhythms Unplugged, but here you go. <laughs> um, one of my pet peeves is it, it seems that when you tell people uh, in the culture or even in the church, when you, when you say that you're an at-home mom, there seems to be a denigration of that. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, you know, why aren't you in the workforce? Why aren't you making a name for yourself? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I say that being an at-home mom is, gosh, just as important as, you know, being a a doctor or an accountant or whatever. You know, you're probably all of that. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, but um do you feel that? I mean, do you feel that from the culture and even from the church sometimes? I would say I do. And I think one of the the most revealing things that, that shows that is that I sometimes feel that way. Like I, I feel that myself. And I think there have mm. been times, you know, when I'll, I will even say like, oh, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. And I'll have people that, you know, say, you're not just a stay-at-home mom. And that's very revealing to me of, oh, you're right. But I've allowed that to be projected onto myself to where I think it too, a lot of times. Um, So, so I, I do think that is the case, but I, I wouldn't say that's across the board. Um, I, I do hear a lot, you know, a lot of encouragement and, um, you know, people speaking into it to say, I can never do what you do, or, you know, you're, you are doing a lot. Um, but I, I definitely have had conversations or interactions where, where it is, it does kind of come across that way of, or, you know, when are you going to go back to work? What's your plan for when the girls are in school? And 
Um, mm. And that's okay. You know, those are okay things to think about, but, but I do think it, it can have undertones yeah. of, you know, this is just a, a pause on your career. And, and there's a purpose to what you're doing, right? I mean, yeah. my wife, um, when our kids were younger, uh, she stayed at home and she called herself a purpose mom. In fact, um, that was like her email address, you know, purposemom.com or whatever. Um, and so, you know, I, let me just say as your, your friend and as your brother, um, I, I really admire and appreciate what you do because I think that you are training up the next generation. And, you know, that's not something that you can just, you know, um, take off or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, or laugh off or whatever, you know, I mean, that's an important job. So uh, kudos to you on that. <laughs> Thank you, Victor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the last thing I want to mention is, uh, do you have any words of encouragement for at-home moms who might be feeling some of what we, we just talked about? Sure, definitely. Um, I think first I would just say, this is a season, um, you know, really every, every age is a season and brings new things with your kids, new challenges. Um, I would say, you know, just be reminded of kind of what we talked about earlier where, you know, God isn't looking down and and disappointed when we, you know, don't measure up to what we have set, you know, if we've set a goal of, 30 times in, or 30 minutes of time in the word um, or, you know, praying with your kids every day when you're not measuring up, God isn't looking down on you disappointed. Um, he doesn't, mm. he doesn't need that. He doesn't need you. Um, but he is there and he wants to connect with you. And he knows that when we are connecting with him, that we're going to be more fulfilled, that we're going to be able to do things not out of our own strength, but leaning mm. on him. Um, and I would also just encourage them to, <clears throat> to seek community. Um, that's a big one for me that I, you know, I've been just encouraged and filled and um, just lifted up by having people around me, having um, accountability, um, having people that will pray with me and for me. Mm-hmm. Um and, and then, you know, just starting small, you know, maybe that's when your kids are sleeping to a consistent time, waking up a little bit earlier and getting time in the word or time in prayer before you have to start your day. That's been a big one for me. Um, this, that changes my outlook and changes the course of my day. Um, or maybe that's praying in the car with your kids just start small, do something that, you know, will fill you up, that, you know, will, will work to connect you with the Lord. Um, and when you forget to do it the next day, pick it up where you left off and, mm-hmm. and don't be discouraged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've always, you know, there's a lot of talk about having family devotions, having family devotions, you know, and, and, um, you know, I was just talking to my wife about this. Um, I don't think, that family devotions is necessarily a set time um, in the day where you just sit down 
and you open up the Bible and you have, I mean, a lot of it is what we see in Deuteronomy 6, right? I mean, when you, when you walk along the way, like you were saying, mm-hmm. like in the car, you know, mm-hmm. um, when you lay down, when you get up. Um, and I mm-hmm. think that's more what we see in Scripture than, you know, what, what the church tells us, you know, family devotion should look like. But Yeah, and it's so much more intimidating to think I need to have this devoted time with my family, with everyone present, everyone focused, and this, you know, devotion planned than to just say, okay, we're on the way to school. Hey, let's pray for our teachers, you know, or before bed, you have that time every night, you know, let's, let's pray for this family member or, you know, Mm -hmm. just building it into your day. And that's showing your kids too, that, that it's just part of, part of your day, part of your life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ryan, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I, you know, this has been a couple of years in the making uh, because when I first started the podcast in 2020, this was something that in the back of my mind, I, I always wanted to do a show like this and uh, talk to a couple of other moms and just, you know, wasn't, wasn't the right season for them. Uh, and I understand. And, and then I um, reached out to you and you're like, yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the Lord yeah. will use it, I'm willing. So I'm, yeah, I'll take, I'll take a pleasure. chance, you know. <laughs> that dangerously, Ryan. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I so appreciate the relationship we've been able to sustain over the years, uh, even though we're at different uh, congregations and, and yeah. have still been able to keep in contact So uh, and pray for each other and encourage each other. And, uh, I want to also mention that Ryan is a part of the spiritual support team uh, here at Daily Ribbon, so I uh, appreciate her, her doing that. My honor. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, before we go, would you pray uh, for all the at-home moms out there who are sure. just, doing, just trying to do a, a good job for the Lord? So. Sure. I'd love to. Um, Heavenly Father, um, God, we thank you that you – are a powerful God, that you are sovereign um, over every little thing and every big thing in our lives. God, we thank you um, that you desire to connect with us. God, that you desire a relationship with us. Um, Mm -hmm. And God, I pray that everyone listening um, to this would just realize that in a new way um, right now would just be impacted um, by that truth, um, impacted by your love, and God, that that would just shape us to be moms that um, are desiring time in your word, that um, just see the purpose in the mundane, um, in the small things, and the tough things, God, that, that we just have a sense of contentment, um, knowing that you've placed us where you want us, God, that our duties as a mom is not, um, something to be taken lightly, God, but that you've given us the gift of these children. And, um, God, I pray that we would just be worthy ambassadors, um, of you in our Mm -hmm. kids' lives and God, that we would reflect your love and your grace 
well to them. Um, God, that we would just raise them up in a way that's glorifying to you and a way that um, just shows them who you are, how holy you are, how mm. mighty you are, and how worthy you are of our lives and just everything that we are able to give to you, Lord. Um, I pray today for the moms that are just trying to get through the next hour. God, I pray that you would strengthen them, that you'd encourage them, and um, God, that you'd just be near to them. Um, it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you once again, Ryan, and um, give my regards to Logan. Well, too. All right, and we will chat soon. And uh, guys, thanks again for tuning in. And as always, please remember to like, follow, and share. God's blessing to you all. That's a wrap. Well, hello, everyone. Vic Hunter here. We hope you have enjoyed today's program. A couple of things before you go. First, if you are enjoying what you're hearing on Daily Rhythms, we would love for you to go to your favorite podcast app and rate or review us. Your feedback is always appreciated. Second, if you would like to be a guest on Daily Rhythms to talk about one of your favorite spiritual disciplines, we would love to have you. Simply write me at victorhunter7 at gmail.com. That's victorhunter, the number seven, at gmail.com. And we'll get the ball rolling. Well, that's all for now, folks. Have a blessed day.